again, everyone. This is Elva Romero with the Hearing God Through the Silence podcast. I'm excited you're here with me once again. Please don't forget to invite a friend or two to listen with you as you can now hear my podcast here on Anchor, also on Spotify, and a few other platforms. Remember, this podcast has been created as a means to connect women of all ages together where I can share my life experiences and we could be encouraged and just be able to continue to grow together and be better together. All right, ladies, let's jump right in. I want to go ahead and share with you what has been on my heart for the past week. Um, Last week, I was able to work two days out of the week and then take the rest of the week off, did some chores around the house and The latter part of the week, I was able to uh, convince my husband to take a day off with me and just drive me to the hill country and have a little fun in the sun. So that was very relaxing. And, um, you know, every once in a while, we just decide to get in the truck or get in the car and just drive a few hours away. And just we use this time as a time to just regroup and connect and just have the opportunity to share time together and as we're driving uh, or as he's driving we just get to talk about different things and just really catch up uh, on what all is going on you know at our jobs or with the kids or this or that and so I see that as uh, quality time that I can spend with my husband and I'm really thankful to God and thankful to him that you know he loves to do that with me. So I say all of this to bring you to my next point, and that is to let you know what I've been thinking about and what I have really been pondering this past week and what I wanted to share with you, and that is that in the busyness of life, there are so many things of importance that we can miss. There are so many occasions that can just pass us right on by and a lot of times we we miss those precious moments that, that God gives us. And so as I was thinking about what I was going to be talking to you about this week, God reminded me of a passage in scripture and of a story about two sisters. And I have sisters. In fact, I have, I have three sisters and one brother. And I can say that there are a lot of commonalities Uh, between my sisters and I and there are also many things that we do differently or think differently about regarding life and you know really all of that is is great all of that is okay I, I believe that God made each of us different and although we come from the same family although we brothers and sisters you know we are not all the same God has made made us unique in our own way the same can be true of you. Maybe you have sisters that you share things in common with. You, you do things a certain way like your sister. Or maybe you do things differently. And all of that is, is fine. All of that is great. And so today I was thinking about this passage about Martha and about Mary. And two sisters that had the privilege of Jesus visiting their home. And so they were sisters. They had many things in common. They shared a lot, perhaps um, many of the same traits with each other. And then again, 
perhaps there were areas in their lives that were different. And I'm sure there were because, like I said before, God made us all unique and special in our way. So in my case, I feel like I can compare myself to both of these ladies. I've lived a few years, and I will admit that I have shared some of the very same views that Martha did about her sister Mary. I can also say that I have shared the same views that Mary had when she was sitting at Jesus' feet. Okay, let me just take you to the passage in Scripture, which is found in the book of Luke, chapter 10. And it says like this, beginning in verse 38, it says, As Jesus and his disciples were on their way, he came to a village where a woman named Martha opened her home to him. She had a sister called Mary, who sat at the Lord's feet listening to what he said. But Martha was distracted by all the preparations that had to be made. She came to him and asked, Lord, don't you care that my sister has left me to do the work by myself? Tell her to help me. Martha, Martha, the Lord answered, you are worried and upset about many things, but few things are needed, or indeed only one. Mary has chosen what is better, and it will not be taken away from her. Okay, ladies, let's think about this. We have all invited a guest into our home at some time or another. We all know what this means. It means we must make sure that all is done up nice and tidy before our guests arrive. And as fun as it sounds that we will have company over, it's not so fun getting everything ready. It takes tons of time and tons of energy on our part. And in the process, it does something to us. We go from being happy that we invited them to being sad that we even invited them over then we move like crazy women, moving things from here to there. Then we get frustrated because we expect everyone around us to lend us a hand. All the while, they're sitting there thinking, you invited these people, not me. Of course, this is a family effort, and so they decide to help you. Because if they don't, you will keep fussing, going crazy. And does this sound familiar? Well, I would be lying if I said this never happened to me. I told you I would be sharing my life experiences, and I admit this has happened a time or two in my house. I love people, and I love hosting them in my house, but I don't always have so much fun getting things ready. Well, this is what happened to Martha. I'm sure she was excited that Jesus had accepted her invitation to be her guest in her home. But she was not so happy about all the work it would take to entertain Jesus and those who were with him. But Mary, on the other hand, she was calm and collective. The passage shares that she was sitting at the feet of Jesus, just listening to his words. I can imagine Martha catching bits and pieces of his stories as she went back and forth to the kitchen as she prepared the meal and such. She was busy. What she was doing was a great thing, 
I'm sure that she wanted Jesus to love the meal, and I'm sure that she wanted everything perfect on the table. Isn't that how we react? As if we want everything to be perfect? As much as I try, I have learned that nothing I will ever do will be perfect. I have also come to terms with the fact that God did not intend us to be perfect until we are with him in heaven. There is no way we will be perfect in this body of flesh. So I stopped trying to be perfect a very long time ago. You see, I understand how Martha must have felt. She wanted everything to be just right. You see, I used to be a mother who never left a single dish in the sink. One who always made sure that the kitchen floor was swept and mopped before I went to bed. I even believed that if my house was a mess on New Year's Eve, then my house would be a mess the entire new year. At least this is what my mom used to say, and I believed it. But listen, if you clean your house on a regular basis, trust me, you'll be fine. Just make sure you call me before you show up. You see, those things were important to me, and they still are. But I'm not so much for all of that anymore. Like I said, I'm not perfect. When my own children got in trouble for leaving a dish on the table, or when I grounded them over silly stuff, and when I saw some of the very insignificant things were causing barriers between us, I had to reanalyze what was really most important. And that was having a loving relationship with my babies, not some dirty cup. Martha had great intentions. She wanted everything to be just right because she loved Jesus and felt honored that he was in her house. She was distracted with the tidiness and cooking and all the preparations, and Jesus saw that. You see, when we get so busy, we tend to lose sight of what is really important, and we jeopardize missing it, missing the mark. Missing the prize. When we become preoccupied with petty stuff, we miss what really matters. Martha became bitter with Mary, and she began to let anger build inside of her. I can just imagine her thinking as she came in and out of the kitchen. She may have thought, look at her. How can she just sit there? How can she just ignore what all needs to get done? Jesus is her guest too. Why don't she get up? Why don't she get up off that floor and help me? I imagine Martha getting upset and becoming furious, just like I have acted at times. Yes, I've acted in this same manner many times. I've become furious, angry, and even upset. I've played the comparison game just like Martha was playing that day that Jesus was in her home. She compared herself to Mary thinking, she should be helping. Why does she get to sit there and I have to work so hard instead of enjoying my time with Jesus? The comparison game. I think we have all played that game. You see, when we lose focus, when we get distracted, a lot of things can go wrong, ladies. So after a bit of this, she decided to take her complaints to Jesus. 
verse 40 says that she went and she told Jesus this very thing. She said, But Martha was distracted by all the preparations that had to be made. She came to him and asked, Lord, don't you care that my sister left me to do the work by myself? Tell her to help me. You see, many times we get ourselves in some trouble, ladies, some mess. And then we want to come to Jesus and demand him to fix the issues. We come to him with an attitude of, don't you care? And he does care. Ladies, let me assure you, he cares so much for you. And he loves it when we come to him and ask for help. But it's nice when we can learn that as we walk with him, how we could be less distracted and just learn to live every minute dependent on him. Trust me. I've tried it my own way many times, but I've learned that God's way is the very best way. I believe that Mary understood this. She must have known that making sure the food was good and that the table was perfectly set was important. But I feel like in her mind, it was as if she did not want to risk a single second and miss out on what Jesus had to share with her. She was attentive. She chose the better portion. In verse 41, Jesus reminded Martha that she was worried and anxious about everything except the most important thing. And I feel that this can happen to us as women because we all have so much on our plates some of us work full-time jobs. Some of us have young children. Some may be like me, working a full-time job while trying to pursue another degree. What on earth am I thinking? We all live busy lives, and there is nothing wrong with that, so long as we do not lose focus. Martha lost focus, but Mary kept her focus, and Jesus reminded Martha that Mary had chosen the best part and it would not be taken away from her. I love this story of these two sisters. I had the privilege of sharing some thoughts on this with a few ladies at our church once, and I feel like most of us could relate to both Mary and Martha. I know both of them had the best intentions about their visit with Jesus, and they both were so happy that he was there in their home. But one of them chose the best part. So I have a question for you. Will you choose the best part? Will you take a minute and think about how this visit played out? How we as ladies can live this same moment and lose sight of what is really the best part? I've lost sight many times I've had to regroup. I've had to regain focus again. I've had to sit at the feet of Jesus and listen to what he has to tell me. I feel like I know what Mary could have been thinking. I feel like she may have been thinking, I know there's so much to do. 
I know that my sister needs my help, but Jesus is not in my home every day. I can help my sister tomorrow with the dishes. I can help her cook another day, but I may not get this chance anytime soon to be at Jesus' feet, to be attentive to what he wants to share with me. I won't give that up for anything. She chose the best part. Both these ladies were great women, I'm sure, but I want to follow the example of Mary instead of Martha today. I want to rest and relax and take God's word and read it or listen to it and see what it has to say to me. I want it to speak to me. I want to spend time in it as it will help me to grow and be closer to Jesus. Just as Mary had the chance that day. Will you choose the best part? I pray you will. All right, ladies, it really has been a joy to come to you once again today. If you enjoyed this podcast, remember to share this information with a friend or two. Don't keep my life experiences to yourself. Trust me, someone else may need to hear these. Let's grow together and live better together. Until next time, this is the Hearing God Through the Silence podcast. My name is Elva Romero. Blessings to all of you. Bye now.